Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the anniversary show of the Hughes Sports Podcast. That's right, we have been around for one full year. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Jake Hughes, alongside the old man. Old man, how the hell are you doing today? I am awesome. I feel like singing. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Maybe we'll do like a different background for our anniversary oh, show. Oh, no, that's bad. <laughs> that's hard on the eyes. I'm old. Whew. I know. We got to keep things like dull Simple. colors and, and it, it's, it's hard for you. Stupid. You're the reason that 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 line exists. So how's it going? How, did, how was your week? My week was good. It was cold. It was way too cold. It was absolutely freezing here in uh, in Calgary. Like minus 40. And for those Americans listening, minus 40 is the same in Fahrenheit as it is Celsius. Yes. Um, it, is, it was, yeah, it was a tad chilly. And even still, um, I, I think there's another alert for tonight for, so if all of a sudden uh, one of us gets disconnected for no reason and doesn't show back up. It's because there is a potential for rolling blackouts in Alberta with the, with the power grid. I think we're for the most part through that now, because it seemed to have warmed up quite a bit today, but I want to just preface that if all of a sudden it becomes a one man show, that is why. Don't get me started with this rolling blackout BS crap and doodles shit. I'm, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Doodles. That's what it they, is. Okay, I'm just telling you that it's a. I'm not wanting to talk about it with you. I was more so letting our guests, our oh, guests, yeah. our listeners know what okay. uh, what I'll, might I'll go on. Talk about it then. Yeah, no, this is a, this is a this is our happy place. Hell yeah, says Dominic Cam. By the way, I'm assuming. Hell yeah, hell oh hell yeah. yeah. Who would have thought we would actually have fifty plus? Oh, spinoff podcast, Hughes Politics. No, that would just be Jake no. and I yelling at each other. No, that's <laughs> that sounds like a terrible. That sounds like a way for us to lose all of our fans. I think that would be a one man show for me. So I yeah, can just yeah, rant. You, yeah, because you don't rant on this show at all. You don't. You don't do anything <laughs> like that. No, 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 no. But who would have thought that um, when we first talked about doing this, that fifty two weeks later we're still freaking doing it i think we only missed like one or two weeks um and to be fair for year. those one or two one one or two weeks we also did have episodes recorded uh some of the time uh um so really there was only one week we didn't have something to put to put out yeah which was because jake was hung over and no well yeah i was very hung over i would that would have been made for a very bad podcast and we put a couple of those out before no because you would have said something i've been like i'm i'm done i'm just you know what i'm i'm signing off i'm too tired for this shit you know what we should do one time maybe in the summertime we should do a like a a podcast and like day drink all like all day take the monday off work and day drink and then do the podcast well, see, we could do something like that for like Labor Day, because then there's a bunch yeah. of football to talk about. Yeah. Um, just get real drunk at the game. See, uh, so we were talking about something off, off, the, shaking the entire desk. We were talking about something uh, just before we went on the air. There, that would be think about it for a second. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the type of content I would want to put there. 
No, I'd want it free for everybody because that's just who I am. Uh, All right. No, I mean, hey, if you guys want to see a day drunk Monday night podcast for Labor Day. Give us a hell yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that hit us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever you find us. And, uh, give us a hell yeah. Drop it in the comments and drop it in any of our drop it in a comment of a random episode. Don't do it on this one. Drop it on random, random episodes. Maybe your favorite episode from this entire year. Go back and find it. Go back and find your favorite episode and put a hell yeah if you want to see us get... I'm going to say, get sloppy drunk and try to talk about sports that we watched hours earlier. Will we... um, No. Will we get notifications on that? That I will. I will. Okay. Don't worry. I mean, one of us knows how technology works and... Now, today was kind of a weird day. Why? He's not listening. He's, he's not even listening. He's 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 he, the old man's like he's so focused on his phone and, and texting people and Hey, I was doing work for this show. Were you doing work for this show? Yes. And Dom doesn't follow direction. No, Dom well he maybe this is his favorite episode from the past year. Oh, there you go. So um, why was Jake, why was today a difficult day? Today was a difficult day because at 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, which is a noon game on a holiday in the United States, in Columbus. They have two American teams. There was a hockey game to be played. Don't put a Canadian team in there. The Canucks, after some insane travel runarounds because of getting out of Buffalo was insane. Um... They didn't get into Columbus. After having a day off yesterday, they didn't get into Columbus until 9 p.m. They didn't get to the hotel last night until 9.30 p.m. Columbus time. That's crazy. And then they had a game to play at 11 a.m. So 13 and a half hours? No, noon Columbus time, wasn't it? Noon Columbus time, right? Yeah. No. What time is Columbus? I don't know. I'm in Columbus. I have no idea, but yeah, they had to apparently drive from Buffalo because they couldn't fly out of Buffalo. So they got on a bus and drove to New York, or sorry, drove to Toronto. And then they sat around the Toronto airport for a long time eating food from the airport because they had nothing else, which couldn't have been very healthy for professional athletes. I'm just saying, I've been to the airport. They do not have good food. They don't have a lot of great choices. Eh, who knows? Maybe maybe they're special and they got some special food. Well, uh, they probably like they probably don't go to the like Toronto Pearson International Airport. They probably go to the charter airport. So they might have like specialty chefs. I know someone who used to work at a, one of the did, private airports in Calgary. Did they take their like did they have their own plane or they, they did take a charter. I know that. Did they? Okay. Yeah. I thought like they were waiting for a, but I mean, the weather in Toronto has been horrible. It's been cold and snowy. They, they didn't get an ounce of snow last night in Toronto. Oh, didn't they? Then what were they stuck in Toronto for so long for? Waiting for the plane because they had to, they had to wait for another plane because their plane was stuck in Buffalo. So they they had a charter plane. They did not have their charter plane. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So anyways, yeah, it was a, um, it was a day. It was, uh, it really pissed me off because I got to watch five minutes of the game, first period. See, I was lucky where I, um, I sat at a computer all day for work. So I had one of my screens dedicated to the hockey game and just worked off of one screen for the day. See, I, um, I tried that. 
Yeah, but you're you're trying to you're trying to sell cars and like talk to people. I'm trying to get people off of chatting with me and talking to the salespeople. So it's it's yeah, it's a lot easier to do it my way than your way. Yeah, apparently for for watching hockey games. Anyways, so they lost in overtime. Shootout. They did not look good in shootout. They did not look good. I will say this: the whole game of this seven of the seven games of this road trip, they had energy for the first about five minutes. And they looked like they were going to just dominate the game. And then it was almost as if you could see the the tiredness, the loopiness, the the lack of sleep, the lack of preparation hit them like one by one by one throughout the lineup. And like there was a play where Zadorov just looked down at the puck and couldn't and like two or three times couldn't put it onto a stick. And it was like as if he was playing drunk or something. And I don't think he was. But it was one of those, he missed it, he looked down, picked it up again, and then got it poked off his stick, and luckily DeSmith made a big, great save, but it, it was one of those, what are you doing? That's, that's, a, a, that's a very, that should be a, no, 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 like, what are you doing, Zadorov? Oh. That should be oh. a very easy play to play that. You looking at your phone is nothing new. I don't have to comment on that every time you do it. It's really bad. I'm addicted to my phone, people. I admit it. But it is stuff for the show, so I'm allowed to. All right, as long as you claim that. It is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but <coughs> when you look at the bigger picture, yeah, we lost today. Uh, oh, got a point. We got a point. We're 5-1-1 one, and one on the hardest road trip of the year. Like, the travel on this road trip was insane. Um, it was the hardest travel traveling road trip they say that we're going to do this year and we went five, one and one. So hell yeah, I'll take that. It's it's crazy. And not just that. And kind of comes to the, to the next point I wanted to discuss. Um, We came into today being first in the league. And by guaranteeing a point, we've guaranteed that coming out of today, no matter what happens in the rest of the league, we're still first in the league. We have a 99.9% chance to make the playoffs, which virtual success um well we're going to make the playoffs there's i mean we'd have to literally lose every single game look we you've been a canucks fan from the beginning there's a reason it's called canucks luck i refuse until it's a hunt until we have that x next to our name saying clinch playoffs there is a 0.01 percent chance of us not making the playoffs we're going to make the playoffs the question now is the question you have after the dot 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 is, what is success at this point? And I was going to say this when we were talking off air, but I saved it for um, live because I want to get your natural reaction. I believe at the beginning of this season, we said success in this season is make the playoffs and give round one a good shot, maybe get to round two. That's 100% what I thought success was. That's not success this year. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm proposing the question, because what is success now? Success is we have to make the cup final. You're saying cup final or bust? That is so, success. Okay, let's, so, how about if we sit, no, I'm going to stick with my cup final, because. I think that's, I think that's a big pressure to put on a, a team like this. And don't get me wrong, they're playing, we're having five players going to the all-star game in one coach. It's a franchise record tied with the NHL record. Now 
um, of having five players and a coach going to an all-star game. So you got to take back your rant. Can you go back and delete your rant from last week? No, it's still fucking absurd. No, it's they're still fucking. It's still fucking absurd that there's an all star on San Jose. I'm sorry. They're they're a team that's lucky. They're lucky. They're they're playing an a. They're playing an AHL roster. They're not NHL all stars. So on my Facebook post before we came live, I said, "How long will it take me to make Jake rant?" It took thirteen minutes. That's my 13 new and a, thirteen and a half. That's my new record for 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 Jake making Jake rant. So we'll have to see if we can beat that next week. Um. So again, they've set that bar so damn high um, by playing the way they are that I'm serious. Like if they don't make the Western final, is that what they call it? Western final? The Western conference final? Yeah, that that's right. Um, D says, I, am, I watched this for, for Jake Rance. Keep them coming. <laughs> They're not going to go anywhere, guys. That's awesome. Um, yeah, if they don't make the Western uh, conference final, It'll be a letdown, truthfully. I think I think it would be a letdown, but I also think if we run into, like, if we get to round round one and out, I think is a is an utter failure. Yes. Um, at at this point, again, we're reevaluating what success is with the results, the 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 hind or the the foreshadowing of results. What not foreshadowing? Can't think of the right word. Either way, um, but the losing in the first round, I think, would be. Uh, a failure going out in the second round, but having like a seven game series against a Colorado, a Vegas, uh, a team where it's like, Oh, we lost to someone who could be, could be raising the cup this year. Then. Okay. That's fair. That's fine. But losing in the first rounds, I think would be a huge, I wouldn't say like letdown. down, let down is probably the best word, but it's not a, it's a successful season. It's a disappointing end point to our, to the season. Well, I mean, let's face it. The first half of the season, because we're we're at halfway. We're over half. We're, we're over, over halfway. halfway. If we went back to beginning of the year and we said, "What do we want going into uh, the All Star break? What would we call success?" Well, I would say I would have said a wild card position would be success. I would have said like playing five hundred hockey, just above five hundred hockey, would be success. And we're 29, 11, and four. I mean, it's baffling. It's bizarre. It's the most fun I've ever had as a Canuck fan. And that, that goes back to Ooh. some of the 2010, Really? You're going to say more fun? Because we didn't expect it back then. We were it was a, an elite team and we built it. Like there was years where we built that it, up. It was a and bunch we, of small went, steps to get there. Got the playoffs, went out in the first round. Next year, made the playoffs, went out in the second round. Made the playoffs, went out in the third. Went, made the playoffs no. and went all the way to the Stanley Cup. But not, that's not true. We were lost in the first round three years in a row to call, to Colorado or to Chicago. That's true. That's true, right? So we had, like, but our seasons were elite teams. Like, we were winning president tr- president's trophies. This wasn't this wasn't the team to do that. That's why it's fun. It's just no. I pinch myself. Like I, I I text with my oldest brother Rick, who is 76, 
And his line is, I don't have many years left. I'm 76. <laughs> and it's like, you, you don't want to be sad, like, be mean, but he's 76. He doesn't have a lot of yeah, years but, left. But he, I mean, with, with, with your, uh, gra- with grandma's gene, with your mom's genes, he's he could live 40, to 96. He's got another 20, 30 years left. And he's got, he's probably got another decade in him, I'm guessing. But we have watched the Canucks since 1970. Him and I have been like that with the Canucks. Talk about a, um, what do you call it? A uh, relationship, a, um, what do you call, being a Canuck fan is like having a- Toxic relationship? uh, Say it again. Toxic relationship? We've had this toxic relationship (laughs) since 1970. And we're still in love. <laughs> to us, we pit like literally every game. We're laughing. We're just sending back and forth text. Ha ha ha! I can't go like, lol even with because he doesn't 11... know what lol means. So I have to say ha 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 ha. I'm surprised you. you know what lol means. It means lots of love. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um, but along those lines, though, so if. Western Conference Final, Stanley Cup Final is your is your is your finish line. Do does management owe it to the players, to the fans, to make a change, and not in a not in a Kuzmenko's not performing, <laughs> not in a yeah like this time last year, uh, we had just gone through the change of getting rid of Tockett, and um, around this time is when we traded Bo Horvat. We didn't get rid of Tockett. Sorry, get, getting rid of Boost Boudreaux and input and putting in Tockett. Yes. Do, um, do you do you if you can do it without breaking the bank? Do you mortgage your future for a run? Why not? Is isn't this the year? Like, do we go out and this try is... to? Do we try to find a Tanev? To me, Tanev would be a. If you're going out and you're making a splash and you're mortgaging your future, and when I say mortgage your future, I'm saying first round draft pick is in play. Tom Olander, EPD, um, uh, Lekaramaki. What if you can? What if you can go out and get yourself a a Elias um, Lindholm, a Johnny Goudreau, a I'm looking at teams that are out of the playoffs and looking to maybe blow things up and start tanking at this time, at this point before the trade deadline. I don't know if they will like, (sighs) well, I want to talk. I do want to talk about the flames a little bit uh, later in the show. So we'll talk about that. I did put in the rundown, but I forgot. Um, But I don't think you make that big of a change because we've got this thing called chemistry and I know a lot of people don't believe in it. Um, I disagree. Look at the, I'm a big believer. If you anyone wants to say chemistry doesn't exist, go back and go back to the late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah, when when uh, when Mark Messier came to the team <laughs> and got rid of Linden, the team yeah. made the playoffs year after year, and Messier was supposed to take them to that next level. What happened when Messier got there? Didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. And then we tr- got rid of Messi and brought Linden back. And look what happened. We made the motherfucking playoffs. Yes. Oh, what's your language, young man? We're on Facebook. I'm always have to correct this guy. I'm going to put you in timeout. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the one that fucking... Sw- I mean... 
Um, but no, chemistry is a huge thing. Look at the lot of words. The chemistry that that line has. Of course, they're all star players, but that doesn't guarantee you you have chemistry. Well, exactly. And look at know. then look at our third our third line, which I'm going to start talking about as if they're our first line. We lost your video. Oh, you're back. Um, the the Bluger, uh, Joshua Garland line. That line has no business. If you look at their like the way they're built, they have no business being as good as they are. But that the, there was a play today where Garland scored, and I don't know if you've been able to see the highlights at all. No, I haven't seen but anything. Joshua gets in hard on the forecheck, gets the puck in a in a battle, and Bluger comes in, grabs the puck, and just fires it to the front of the net where Garland is sitting with no one in front of him. And I don't think Bluger looked for more than a quarter of a second to see if Garland was there, fired it to him, and just boom, right in the net. Yeah. That chemistry, you're you're if you trade for someone, you're concerned about that chemistry. But you look at the Mikheyev, Suter, and uh, Kuzmenko line. There's not a lot of chemistry there. No. If you can get a if you can get a second line center who yes. who you can even if you don't have great chemistry, but you can play well with those two players. Why wouldn't you take that shot? Well, exactly, exactly. No, I totally agree, and it's one of those. Um, Who's who is the second line and who is the third line at this point, right? Because to me, matter. it doesn't I, matter. I, like obviously, I, the Lotto line is number one right now. Yeah, they they play the most minutes. To me, it's if you look at minute and distribution, your third line, the third the line that they always put third on the depth chart, is getting the second most minutes. Yes, exactly. So that's your second line. That's yeah. it's your third line on your depth chart, but that's your second line. You're putting them out there, whether it's an offensive zone, defensive zone, you're winning games, you're losing games. It's all there. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what Dom's trying to say. Um, Zabinajet and Kreider both play. So I'll bring the comment up for people on uh, who are watching. Yeah. Uh, chemistry exists, uh, says Dom Cam. Zabinajet and Kreider are the bromance duo for a reason. Um, and can, actually can't believe anyone would deny exists. So, uh, uh, Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad have been like a duo on the Rangers line, or, like Rangers for years and years. Their chemistry is un, unbridled because they've been playing so long together. And it doesn't matter who that third person is on that lineup. They work together well, no matter what. Exactly. So, no, no, 100%. It's, it's, it's like you and Dom. You guys have that chemistry together um, yeah. that have lasted since you guys were in school. That I chemistry mean, yeah, we're, doesn't go away. And I was going to say, we were talking about it not too long ago. Like, it's been half of our over half of our lives now that we've been friends. So it's so easy for us just to know what each other are thinking in certain situations. It's me and Uncle Burke. It's the exact right? same kind of idea, right? Exactly. Except you guys met way earlier in life. Really? Um, I always assumed you... you grade Complete 11. off subject. Grade 10. I didn't meet Burke until I moved out to Coquitlam. Oh, wild. Yeah, so... Uh, woo. Yeah, that was, that was a squirrel moment. <laughs> squirrel. Um, Uncle Burke's laughing. Um, so do we need to make a change? I'd do, like to, does, I'd like to show manage... up our defense going into the playoffs. And I, I can, I don't think we can. need, I don't think we need to show up our defense. Like really, like I had, you, everyone knows my dislike for Myers. If you've watched the game with me, if you, you've listened to the podcast, we do not love Myers. Myers my, has been dog, playing... my dog thinks its name is effing Myers. Cause I say it so often during a game. They're like, Oh, that's me. But 
Myers has been playing well. He's been playing where he needs to be. He's playing third line minutes. I actually, I'm not I saying actually, he's a... I actually said good play Myers, and then I almost like I sped up in my mouth a little bit. It was kind of gross. I had to brush yeah. my teeth. I was watching the game with some people, and and they mentioned that they're like, oh, that was a nice move. I was like, we don't compliment that guy. No, we don't compliment him. <laughs> but see, he's been he's been yeah, playing well. Right he's been playing well for the what we need him to play. So do we need do we need to change defense? No. Do we need another top six forward? I think that's more of a need for the organization or for the for the team right now. We, I would love to see both. To be honest, that's going to be almost impossible. If we can only do one, keep Myers. But did you hear my stomach rumble? No, I didn't. No, the mic's not that good. It was because I said keep Myers. My stomach just gurgled. It was like really bad. Now, now there's been a lot of talk Uh-oh, with. I think that was gas. Uh oh. Well, I'm glad I'm in a completely different space. This is why we don't have a studio with with us in the same room. Um, but the sorry, does does management owe it to the players to go out and try to make a big move, even if they're not successful? Can they go? Can they go on? Uh, can they go to through the trade deadline and say? We have all the faith in the world with this team. We don't need to make any changes. We'll see. And that um, I'm going to bring this up um, just because Dom's making some really good points. <laughs> Is Myers playoff caliber? That's my problem. Yeah, he's playing okay right now. He's not making the stupid ass mistakes he was making in the beginning of the year where I was throwing things at my TV. I can't afford to buy a new, new TV come playoffs. But- so... But you could ask that question: Is is Hughes playoff caliber? Is is okay? Sorry, that's probably a bad example. I I, I threw his name. <laughs> I'm up like, there. what kind of stupidity is, are you pulling? Now? Is is our second third line? Is Joshua? I know um, what you're saying because they're Luger, not tested yet. No one's been tested. Like none of these. There's so few players that have playoff experience on this team. Don't get me wrong. Ian Cole, Carson Soucy, they have experience in the playoffs, but, but not with us. Not with us, but then there's, I mean, Hugh, uh, like not Hughes, but uh, PD, um, Brock, JT Miller, those guys have had the only experience they've had in playoffs is an empty arena in Edmonton. Yeah. There's, so like, it's, you would hate to see them mortgage our future to be kicked out in the first round. But wouldn't what what would hurt more? And and I and I and I don't even want to bring this up. But what would hurt more is you you go on a run. You you get great goaltending. You you're scoring just enough to win, and then you get into the Stanley Cup final, and you don't have enough scoring power to get to win. Wow. My I'm sorry. Hurt. Like, am I wrong though? Would it hurt? Would it hurt? Would you be hurt? Would you hurt more going out in the first round being like, God damn it, now we need to resign players, but we still have a great team versus five games against the Rangers or Boston or uh, an Eastern team who put up a lot of points and where we lose in five, six, seven games by one goal or two goals. And then there's rumors that, oh, if they were willing to put 
Tom Willander in a deal, they could have gotten Johnny Goudreau. They could have gotten a, a, a goal scorer who's not on a playoff team. Do you think Goudreau's up for grabs? I don't know why Johnny Goudreau, and I know it's because we played Columbus today. Yeah. I I have a feeling that Johnny Goudreau will be traded. Even though I don't think it's technically possible because I think he has a no movement clause and he wants to be in America and be on the East Coast. Yeah. Um, or he that was just a lie. Or that was just a lie to get out of Calgary um, Chaos. organization. Yeah. But that... That is the biggest problem. So, Dom, I know we, we we've gone to him a couple times tonight, but how much cap do you have to play with? None. Yeah, it has to be. If there's a move that made, it has to be cap in, cap out, or it could be. Oh, Myers, uh, remember that surgery we said that's optional, and and you like, or Ian Cole, one of our older players, one of our players who has a nagging injury that they're playing through. Hey, you can go for this elective surgery. You'll be out eight weeks. And let's schedule here eight weeks from uh, day one of playoffs is just before trade deadline day. So we can put you on LTIR on this day retroactively or get all of that cap space. It's been done before. We did it before. It's how we made trades when we went on our run. And then Tampa Bay's abused it. And now people are all upset about it. And I, the only reason I bring it up because people are like, oh, it's so broken. It is broken, but no one's willing to change anything. Tampa Bay, when the Canucks did it in 2011, Tampa Bay brought it up at the GM meetings and was voted down unanimously. They were the only one to vote to even talk about it. That's insane, eh? And then they go and do it, and they everyone loses their shit. Well, but it was never they... talked about when the Canucks did it. Yeah. It's... I don't know. I, I, I mean, we can't retain any more uh, celery. Because you're only allowed to retain retain three. I did the research for you, by the way. Thank you. Actually, I was listening to 960 Sports. Oh, when we talk about Calgary, remind me of something. Yep. And um, you can only retain three. I think we've already retained our three. I think I think we only have two retained. Oh, uh, let me let me pull let me I'll pull it up here on Cap. Yeah, I thought we had but, three. Retained. But who are you going? Like the problem is, is who are you going to retain My, on? I guess. That, right. I that's I mean, that's where I'm going with that, right? Yeah. Um, um, if we could get a, um, if we could trade Myers away and maybe a draft pick or two to get that second or third, maybe the third line center. Why not? Uh, we have all, we have all three available. No, we've retained. Nope. No, no, because the, uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, Oliver Ekman Larson, one is a buyout, not a re- retention. Oh, and right. all of our retained would have would have come off the books last year. Then, so we have oh, all wow. three spots to retain. Okay, so we got room. Yeah, so there's all kinds of stuff. So we were we were wrong last week when we were talking about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just again, I don't like messing with chemistry. If um the old saying, if something ain't broke, don't fix it. It's like um. In, in sales, if you have somebody saying yes and they want to buy a car, you don't Stop show them a bicycle, right? Stop asking questions. <laughs> uh, it's it's simple. Um, so having said that, like I said, if we can get rid of a Myers and get a, could we go Myers and a pick? For, and can we get a top uh, centerman, like third line centerman? I think you'd want to, you, I think you'd want a second line centerman. But either way, like, 
Yeah, probably. Probably. Right? I don't know. The, like, it, I think it all depends on the quality. Or the only other way I would do that is Myers and a pick to Calgary for Tanev. I know I he's even, old. I don't, even, I don't even think I'm doing that. I know he's old, but he's a Canuck. That's just because he was a Canuck does not mean. <laughs> I know. I just hate the fact that Calgary got him for nothing. Um, we can blame our former GM for that. Yeah, because he signed free agency, didn't he? Yeah, he yep. did. Because because they ran out of time trying to sign Markstrom. That's right, and that's why um, everyone left. So, I mean, either way, like find something. Don't make that big giant. Bring a uh, like you say a Goudreau. Um. I don't think you need to. I don't think you need that Mark Messier curse again. So, but what if, okay, so what if you, let's say, um, I'm trying to think of his name. My brain is escaping me. Uh, the guy who's playing Suter, let's say P.S. Suter. Yeah. Um, Myers retained for 50%. And our first round pick, let me, let me just throw this together. And our first round pick, for Elias Lindholm and Chris Tanev. Hmm. But that... But that's... That would... How old is Lindholm? 29. So he's got a few years left. Tanev is older. 33. But they're both UFAs at the end of the year. So if they don't work out, it's... We can... But if they gone. don't work out, we gave up a potential... Oh, we... We gave up. Well, we gave up Myers. Who are if we if we want to resign, we still could. That's not giving up. Um, uh, Pia Suter, who I think has one year left on his contract, I'd have to double check that. I'm but he that could right be. Uh, how old is he? He's a young kid, is he not? No, he's twenty-seven. Yeah, he's got five, six years left in him, or more. He's, he's got one point six million for one more year. So really, we give up one year of Pia Suter. And a and a and a pick, which I'm assuming would be a, a first round pick or one of Wolander or Lakaramaki. To me, that's your your. To me, that's. So you're that's, thinking you're going out and you're looking at Calgary and you want to. Um, I'm trying to pick the <laughs> the politically correct word here. Blow it you, up. Blow it no, up. Yeah, blow it. You want to blow Calgary up. Calgary needs to blow it up, and they refuse to do it. You want? Let's talk about Calgary now, because this is exactly where yeah, yeah. the conversation. There are direct reports from insiders that management has gone, or management wants to blow things up. That Craig Conroy has basically gone to ownership and said, "We need to blow this up," and ownership says, "No, we can't do that right now." No, they won't. Um. Why wouldn't ownership want to blow it up? Why wouldn't ownership want to blow it up right now? Because they want to make sure they make the playoffs. Why wouldn't ownership want to blow it up right now? Playoffs <laughs> is a very far fetch right now. You've got to go on an eight game no, win no, streak. It's not. You've got to you've got to go on like an eight game win streak to keep no. pace with the Oilers and the Kraken. No, you look at where they are. They're only X amount of points behind. It's not. They're not. That far away. They are. 
Like, well, welcome to the welcome to this is the argument we had last year. Welcome to Gary Bettman's NHL, where every single team has a chance until they don't. <laughs> every team 43, can do it. 43 games played, 45 points. That's a 523 win percentage. But that's not what you got to look at. Where are they in got, the standings? They're two points behind, four games. Four games more played than than the Edmonton Oilers were in the last wildcard spot. Yes. So Edmonton's playing at a 603 uh, percentage, which means by the time they play the same amount of games, um, it'll probably be the Nashville Predators that the uh, Flames have to grab, who are pass, who are at a 557 win percentage. Yeah. So if you look to catch, at to catch to catch a team by three points, three percentage points, you have to play like insanely better than them. Do you but, believe that the Calgary? Do you believe that the Calgary Flames are a, that much better of a team than Nashville Predators? They're playing at sixty at six hundred right now. The last ten games, they're at six and four, right? So they're. I know their record is five hundred, but they're actually playing at a six hundred pace right now. And the Edmonton Oilers are playing at a one hundred percent win percentage, and they should be first in the league. Well, no. Ten, in the last ten, they've won ten hundred. They're 10 0 0. In the last 10 games, they're playing at 100%. They haven't lost, so that's 100%. So, but the Nashville Predators are keeping pace with that. They're 5 4 and 1. Right. So, what I'm saying is they have a shot. They could make the playoffs. Will they? Probably not. They're probably going to finish uh, in that ninth spot and be so they, mediocre. No, but I think they're going to finish. You below know that. as well as I do, we are not allowed to say we have been. Uh, we have been threatened with with legal action if we say why Murray won't blow this team up right now. I'll say it right now. I don't care. No, you can't say I'm. Oh, time out. Hold on. Don't you? Sorry, folks. I have to put Jake in time out because he was going to get us sued, and I am not costing. I am not letting my house go because Jake wanted to make a point. So, are you done? Okay, you stay in there. He's in the penalty box. <laughs> He's not allowed out of the penalty box until he promises. I won't say it. Okay, we can't say but it. I'm, Everybody I'm gonna, knows what we're talking about. I'm going to lead people down a path where they can put one and one together and make sure it equals two. Jake wrote an article at one point and got, got a big caca. <laughs> Go back and look for it. I think you can still find it on the internet somewhere. Somewhere. Can you? If you know how to use the, if you know how to use the internet and you know what the Wayback Machine is, Google my name and the owner's name, the majority shareholder's name. So, um, but anyway, so that's the reason I think Murray but, steps in and is preventing this. Because look what he did with the Toronto. I mean, they wanted to trade. Um, Sidorov to Toronto. I don't know who they were going to get back from Toronto. From the Murray... understanding, from the understanding that I've heard from insiders and the readings I've done from people who knew the situation, it was a better return than what they got from Vancouver. And Murray stepped in and said, "No, you're not allowed to trade. You're not allowed to make any trades right now with Toronto. Period. End of story." Why? I because will. A, I will. I because will of a soured, because of a soured business business relationship. Because he hates the GM. Brad Trilliving, yeah, he hates him. Right? It's asinine. And and we get, we've talked about this with the Aquilinis before, so it's it's not like we're just singling out the, the no. Calgary Sports and Entertainment um, uh, uh, Company. 
Corporation. I was like, I, there's another C and I can't think of it. C S E C. Um, owners, I know you're billionaires and you, and you think you know what's best. Listen to your hockey operations. Did you hear? Sorry, did you hear? Also on organizations, people in the organizations telling uh, coaches and, and and GMs what to do. Did you hear Bruce Boudreaux's comments this weekend on the NHL Network? That there was someone in the organization, in the Canucks organization, that wanted Hughes to play center. Quoting the stanchion, why aren't I think that was Finn. That sounds like a lot like Finn. <laughs> Finn is our is a mascot, people. Uh I can't see it. Like, but he was dead serious. Like when you if you saw the clip. This wasn't was Bruce laughing. joking around. This was Bruce. This was Bruce being like. You want to know how dysfunctional that organization is at times? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Very happy for them. And <laughs> am I kind of upset that they're having the success without me? <laughs> and maybe that's subconscious. Maybe it's not even a realized thing from him. I don't blame him. Whew. But Hughes at... Playing center. Playing center. It's abs- asinine. Asinine. <laughs> I was, I, when I first heard it, I, I, I saw it um, on the stanchion. And I was like... Wyatt Arndt had posted it. And I was like, I, I don't have time to listen to this right now. And then I went back later and I listened and I was like, what? No. And then I had to listen to it again and really watch Boudreaux. And I was like, cause he's he known to make jokes. Joking. I was like, he's very known to make jokes and be just yeah. chatty and, and, and lighthearted. That was just him being like, no, this is, this is a story I'm telling. Yeah. Uh, going back to the Calgary Flames, by the way, if you sort by point percentage, because it's the better way to do yes. standings, and we can argue about whether you believe that to be true or not. The math doesn't lie. The Edmonton Oilers would be in your in your first wildcard spot, followed by the Nashville Predators. Then it would be the Kraken, St. Louis, Coyotes, Flames. So they have to they'd have to jump three teams, four teams. To oh get yeah, into like the I say, most likely they're going to finish in ninth. I they're not. I think they're going to finish in the bottom four of the Pacific. Because it's, I think the Minnesota Wild are a better team. They've just had some really shitty goaltending. But. they won't, It won't happen. Like, <sighs> will they get rid of Tanev? Will they get rid of Lindholm? Probably. But only because, only because they're, if, if they're not trying to resign them, and only if they've said, no, I'll not come back. Yes. Those are the only reasons that, to trade them. Trade me. And it won't, it'll be for a young prospect or a, a star that's a, a talent that has contract, things yeah. like that. And as long as it doesn't show or there's a perception in Calgary that they're tanking because that doesn't sell. Tickets. Doesn't sell other things too, like this new arena we're getting. Well, the new arena is going to come no matter what. I. Right. There's still. You say that there still could be a fallout in negotiation somewhere oh, along the road. For sure. I mean, anything's possible, right? But um, can we talk some CFL first before we do that? Oh. Before we let's wrap up the NHL talk. Um, oh, this week's games. No, well, you, your oh. ninth, your your ninth, three and one guess is is looking positive. We have 
uh, what, f- five games left? Brain doing math. Uh, three and two, that's five. Five games left in this month. And that means we need to go three and two in these last five games to 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 hit the hit that record of nine three. Can I change my nine three and one now? No. Because <laughs> I think we'll go like uh I don't know, twelve one and one? I don't know. Well, this week we have the coyotes on Thursday. We already played today, so it looks like a really short or a really nothing burger week. But, but we had three we, games. We had three games. Because uh, we played today, travel day tomorrow, day off for the team Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday they'll be back. Actually, I think it's a practice day on Wednesday and a day off, like travel day off tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, probably travel today, actually, thinking about it. And then yeah, because the these, these next games are all at home. Yeah, yeah. We're home um, now until the All-Star break, are we not? I think even after the All-Star break, I think yeah. there's one game more at home. But um, then we face Toronto in the early game of Hockey Night in Canada because, of course, we do. Because why would we schedule Toronto to ever play a late game? Um, getting well, the Winnipeg, getting the Winnipeg Blue. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Let's schedule a let's schedule a game on a non-holiday at 10 a.m. For, <laughs> for Vancouver. But let's make sure Toronto always gets always gets prime time in Vancouver or prime time in Toronto. It's insane, insanity. But. Having oh, said but that, it's going to be too late I for the am, Toronto folk. I have never looked more forward to a hockey game that Toronto's playing in than this one. It'll be fun. I'm jealous. One of my brothers, not my oldest brother, but your Uncle Mike, he's going to the game. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's got tickets uh, for Christmas. He got tickets to the game, so... um it's going to be nuts in there. Oh, it'll be it'll be a playoff atmosphere game. It's going to be loud. If I'm Vancouver, every Canuck fan gets a white towel. <laughs> I, I would. Turn in something. So a big thing to remember, uh, or big thing to talk about also, is um, Pride Night is... Thursday against the Coyotes. Coyote night. Yes. Um, so we'll see which players um, are tape. doing the, doing the tape. If they're doing or special more. jerseys, we'll see what that looks like. Or um, more. I heard rumors of more. They've, they're allowed to do the events. The, the events are hundred percent allowed. The, the equipment is still questionable because the angel technically hasn't changed the rule, but they haven't enforced it at all. They've basically said you're not allowed a pride Jersey. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool, actually. For those listening, the old man uh, covered his head and then uh, visored motion. Um, so that would be really cool, actually, if they did something like that. I would think there might be a goalie that uh, might um, choose to do something really cool. Oh, that would be really awesome. Yeah. I, blah, 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 blah. Who we'll knows? See. We'll see. And... And it could be 100% true of what we're hearing. And then the league or the, the team is like, that's going to get us in some trouble. Don't push it. <laughs> Don't put, we, you, this is how far we can push it. Yeah. So, so what are you, um, what are you picking on these two? I'll let you pick first for a change. I'm going to go, and this might shock people because I'm usually the very conservative one. I'm going to go 1 0 oh, 1. I'm going to say, two we, games. 
one oh and one. Oh, one oh and I was like, huh? I thought you said one one and one, and I was like, huh? One oh and one. You we think going we're going to, to win and then tie, uh, lose one in overtime? Yes. We're going to lose to the Coyotes in overtime, and we're going to and we're going to blast the doors off of Toronto. I blame his mother, folks. Nope. There's logic behind this. There's logic behind this. So I know it's it's a end of a long road trip. No, nope, no. Nope. Oh, oh. No. Nope. That you know what? The road trip plays into it, but it has nothing to do. Dave, they'll have a day off tomorrow. I looked it up, sorry, while we were on air here. They have yeah. a day off tomorrow. They practice on Thursday. And then for the first time in three weeks, they have a game that's late in the day. That's going to be a huge change for them again. True. Don't get me wrong. These early games, like the early, early games, they have never, they haven't looked good, but the games that are at normal time for back East games uh, on the weekdays, they've looked great in. So they have a late game against the, against Arizona. Then they have the early game that they've all been kind of used to their internal uh, clock on Saturday. So they play Thursday, Saturday. So they're off Friday. Yeah. So I'm going to go out on the limb. Well, I'm shocked personally. I think we all know what's coming here. Two and oh. Then we're going to win them both. We're going to go 2 0 and 1 in this week. 2 0 and 1. That'd be a great week, to be honest. Like, if you go, even if you went 1 1 and, like, even if you end up losing to Toronto and winning, like, however that works out, if you go 1 1 and 1 in a week with the, the lead you have in the Pacific Division, we're, we're strong. I mean, we've put enough distance between us and the wild cards that, um, I well, mean, you look at Edmonton. Like, Edmonton's at a hundred. They've won ten games straight, ten games straight, and, and they've only gained behind. four points on us. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're uh, fifteen points behind us. We've played the same amount of games as the Vegas Golden Noodles, and we're seven points up on them. Yeah, like so. Yeah, and that will put us at for the for the. Um, Streak would be eight one and one. <sighs> hey, look, I said you made a very bold prediction when you made that prediction. Maybe we need to make you make a prediction at the beginning of every month and uh, yeah, uh, be overly optimistic about it. Uh, but we have been going for a little bit longer than I thought, so let's rush. I wouldn't don't say rush, but yeah, touch yeah. on these, uh, touch on these CFL things because you'll have more information on this than I do. I can't say how many times the CFL can shoot themselves in the nuts. They've stopped shooting themselves in the foots and they've gone to like shooting the penises off. They've shot their own penis, Jake. All right. So this new rule they are talking about bringing in. Yep. Is a team would have the option after a touchdown to take the ball on their own 40. I don't like the 40. I think the 40 is far too forward. I'm taking the ball in the 40 every single time. Hey, of course you are. If you put that on the 20, if you put on a 20, now it's a discussion. Exactly. Even the 25, it's a discussion. If you're putting that ball on the 40, you talk to any re, uh, kick returner, and we should get um, our friend Arlan Bruce III and bring him on to talk about this. 
because I can guarantee you his goal was well. Besides, getting his goal was to get a touchdown every time he returned the ball when he was a every returner. time you touch the ball. As a, I think as a receiver, but as a returner, if you talk to a uh, special teams coach, they want the ball at the forty. If you talk, yeah, if you talk to any coach, give me the ball in the forty. I remember Ellison going to a football one on one, um, years ago with in Calgary here. Her and her sister went. And they were talking to the special teams coach and the special teams coach said, if we can get the ball on the 40, there's a 75% higher chance we'll score a touchdown on, on a, from a kickoff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, come on. It's just so, even if it's one of those trial lead balloon ones where it's like, let's just throw this out there to see the reaction. Just makes you look stupid. Does it though? Yes. Why? It's January 15th. We're going into N- we're going into NFL playoffs. We're in NFL playoffs and every single sports paid or sports coverage place that covers any part of football is talking about the CFL January 15th. Yeah, I don't know. I just it's bush league. I, I This no, is I arena I, football bullshit. That's what that is. Don't even talk about it. It's like freaking Three down bow talking about, or four down bow talking about going to the CFL, going to four downs. Screw that. Screw this. Screw them all. Now, what if they change? What if they change the kickoffs to be more like the how what the XFL did? Do you remember the XFL? Um, they they had players rather than having the players line up behind the kicker. They lined the the kicking team up on the I think it was the thirty five, and the the receiving team on the uh, twenty five or the thirty five yards apart. They were not allowed to move until the receiver caught the ball. Yeah. The only two people allowed to move, are three people, because you you're allowed to have two returners back. You have that way you're getting the ball between. More likely than not, you're getting the ball between the at the thirty because it's not often that you're going to be able to break a block that quickly. But you're stopping injuries. You're you're not having people run 50, 60 yards. And really, what's the one of the most exciting plays in football? A punt return? Yeah. To me, a punt return. A punt return is way more exciting than a kick return. And on key, on cue, on cue, my buddy shows up. And Mr. what is Arland he going to say? Great evening, Mr. and Mr. Hughes. Bro, if our offense started on the 40-yard line every... Wow, I can't... Let's try that again. If our offense started on the 40-yard line, we should put up 35-plus every game or more. Yes. It's but simple. Instead, but is that what the CFL is going for? It takes away the game. It literally takes away from the game. Um, Arlan, we're going to chat. I know you called me today. I'm going to call you. I want you to come on. I want you to talk about this in, um, in depth uh, maybe next week. But uh, we'll chat, dude. So yeah, I, it's it's dumb in my opinion, and uh, let's carry that on to next next week. Yeah, well, I, and we might get some more insight on what's coming out of it, of, out of the meetings. Yeah, I'm pretty sure exactly. they're still going on. I haven't seen, I haven't been pay, paying that close attention. Hockey's taken up my entire sports. Uh, however, Keon Hatcher has resigned for three years. Uh, yeah. He was set to become a free agent at the end of uh, January here. So. Three years. We don't in the CFL. You don't get contract information. It's all hush hush, quiet quiet. For some reason, I don't understand why. I hate it. That's I dislike weird. it. It's dumb. But um, I mean, the, he's played since twenty twenty one with the with the Lions. One hundred sixty five passes, two thousand four hundred eighty three yards. I believe I was reading like thirteen or fourteen touchdowns out of that. 
um, 13 touchdowns. Yeah. So, and is, was a favorite target of, was a very favorite target of um, uh, Vernon Adams this past year. So great sign. Great, great sign. Um, It worries me though. And I'm going to be honest here. Why? This is the one I've been kind of waiting for uh, with bated breath. What jersey did I get? <laughs> oh, you of Mr. course got Mr. Lucky Whitehead. My girlfriend went and got me a uh, brand new one of the uh, gray smoked or white smoked jerseys. And she got me Lucky Whitehead, who's one of my favorite players um, currently on the on the team. And I think with signing Keon, I don't know if we're going to sign Lucky. I think he might end up in green and white. Still, I mean, he still said he had signed my jersey. Yeah, that's all that matters, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's all that matters. And Put it's not like it, I was say he's still a great receiver, and it has been oh. a great receiver for the Lions. So it's yes, not exactly. But no, I think we'll we'll see a bunch. There's been a lot of restructuring of deals, and something I haven't really paid attention to uh, in the CFL before. But a lot of restructuring of deals to make these lump sum payments that their players supposed to get as signing bonuses or, or like re-up bonuses disappear or, or manage the books. It's yeah. very confusing. There's it's... a lot of technical knowledge behind it. And I'd love to have an expert on, uh, and I want to talk about it with uh, Arlen when he, when he comes on. Uh, but I also know that sometimes the players don't even understand why the reasoning behind it. Well, and it's, ch- I'm sure it's changed a whole lot since Arlen Con- has played as well. Constantly changing. Plus you have a canceled right? season. So your cap that you thought would be going up annually at a 2% is now flattened and who knows, but I'd love to find someone who does know and have them on the show to discuss that type of stuff because Just getting an agent, we'll find an agent and bring them on and talk about it. If they're allowed, I don't know. Maybe it's hush hush. We'll, we'll check into it. I'll, I'll talk to maybe uh talk to Rod and see if he can put me on touch with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, man. Now. Yes. Where we go. I want to talk about what you freaking been Dipping your nose into this week. Dipping my toes, not my nose. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to... Well, let's go back and let's talk about um, the fact that we talked about doing this s- segment once a month called... We were. I don't, don't remember what we were originally going to call it, but I decided today that this is what we're going to call it. And we're well, what's the it. turnbuckle? Okay, it was the t- I was like, literally, I was going through, I was like, I think this is what we're going to call it. Because remember, so- I originally came up with Wrestling Corner, and you said, no, let's the call turnbuckle. it the turnbuckle. Because it's the Wrestling Corner. Yeah. Um, so, uh, as you guys might know, we are very avid, very large, diehard wrestling fans. Yeah, uh, man. By, res- by wrestling, we do mean professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, um, <laughs> uh, independent wrestling. Yeah, um, all of it. So... We were going to, we talked about doing a monthly, probably 15 minutes at the end of a show, talking about the kind of the news, the, the pay-per-views, the, the storylines, things that we wanted to talk about, any news that came out of it. But also we went to um, Dungeon Wrestling here in Calgary, which is put on by the Hart family. Uh, we went to their Wrestleween 3 show. Back in October. Back in October, which was Halloween weekend, or just mm-hmm. before Halloween weekend. And... We sat down and we knew very little about what was going on storyline wise. And we knew very little about what was happening other than there's going to be some great matches. Luckily, we ended up sitting next to a very great gentleman 
who had wow. been to all of the shows. Um, what a cool guy exp- that guy was. I was going to say, do you want to explain his story? I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, I'll explain his story just because I can't remember his name. I, I can't remember I his name either. Um, this gentleman sat down. We sat down beside this gentleman who was in a wheelchair. And um, real nice guy. We'd, probably Jake's age-ish, somewhere around there. I'm terrible at judging ages. I, but we started yakking away. And um, I forget how the conversation led to it. But I said, so what happened? You lost your leg. What happened? And he goes, oh, I tried to commit suicide and dove off a bridge and landed on cement. And this is this is the result. And I was taken aback. I was like, wow. But I'm telling you, this kid, young adult, wasn't a kid. This guy was so effing positive about life. Oh. Talk about turning himself around and found out that he did have friends and that he was loved and he had loves. And one of his big loves, oh, I'm going to get emotional. One of his big loves was wrestling. Jake and I like wrestling. We enjoy wrestling. This kid loved wrestling. Yeah. Um, it was really a cool moment because Jake and I uh, knew one of the guys involved with it, taking pictures. He lives out here in Airdrie. His name's Rod, Rod, Rob Jameson. So I grabbed him and um, he actually asked me, do we, do I want to go and meet Bret Hart? Cause Bret Hart was there. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Of I course. Do. And um, unfortunately Brett had to leave. So we didn't get to meet him. And I said, but you know, what's more important. See this guy sitting behind me kind of briefly told him the story. It's more important that he would meet Brett. Yeah. And unfortunately Brett had to leave, but he, before he left, he signed, uh, there's a whole pack of D- DVDs of Brett's uh, career or highlights yeah. of Brett's career. And he signed it to the guy. You should have seen the expression on that kid's face. It was just special. Way offline, but that's wrestling. Well, that's wrestling to us. No, that's, I was gonna say, that's, it's a very important piece to this because we sat down to, next to him and he had been to every single dungeon wrestling show since they had started. Yeah. And as the matches were, as the wrestlers were coming out or they announced what match it was, he basically explained to us the storylines and what was going on and, and everything like that. And that just kind of stuck with me sitting in my brain and, and the way I, I am and the, the, because everything is, can be content. Everything can be something to that I can do. Go figure. <laughs> I decided on a whim to reach out to Dungeon Wrestling and say, I have an idea. And it was because I went to WrestleWean 3 and had no clue what was going on. And luckily, I was able to sit to someone who did. You guys should be putting out videos very similar to what AEW did before their first ever show. And what they did have done very, like, up until recently for every pay-per-view that they put on. And they did just little videos, little five, ten-minute videos of explaining why this match is important, building up the storylines. You can air those right before you can air those. Even if it's just the audio through the speaker system, you can have a TV set up somewhere so you can watch the video if you really want to, but then it gets people thinking about the storylines. It gets people to emotionally attach to it. Yes. And when you air the matches, because they do cut up a lot of their matches and put them on YouTube, you can have that as a little stinger intro to the match to explain what's going on and then have the match. Yeah. So, Again, on a whim, just reached out and said, hey, this is something I'd love to do. What do you think? And I got a reply saying, yeah, I'd love to chat from uh, the uh, the the heart who is re- running the show, Dallas. Um, and he was like, yeah, let's chat. Now, who is Dallas in the heart family? I was trying to explain that to Ellison and I wasn't really that sure. Is, 
that is a good question because I don't know because that is a very large Okay, family. don't worry about it. Finish your story because uh, we're running late here. So, yeah, I reached out to him and said, hey, this is what I want to do. He was all aboard. He said, 100%, you have basically read our minds. We want to do something like this anyways. And I said, cool, let me let me do something. They had just announced that um, it will be, I'm going to pull it up because I can't remember the guy's name and I feel terrible, but it's Chris Masters. Oh my goodness, I'm hitting the wrong button. Um, can you Chris pull it up? Masters and Macklin, isn't it? I believe uh, Macklin is his name, but I don't remember is going to be the main event for their next event for their next uh, pay or yeah. Next event called unfinished business two, which is uh, Friday, March 29th, Steve Macklin versus Chris masters for the Stu Hart championship um, at the Vict- live at the Victorian pavilion in Calgary. So if you are in the area, please do come around. And if you see a video floating around that it, building up that match, I will be working with dungeon wrestling to, to produce that. Um, I'm actually meeting up with Dallas tomorrow. That's why I keep looking at my phone, trying to see where I'm meeting him tomorrow, um, right after work. And I'm going to literally get to work and start editing, putting pieces together. And eventually I'd love to have Dallas on or someone from dungeon wrestling on to discuss the upcoming show, maybe even the week before unfinished business. Um, two and, weeks, and two weeks before, it's two weeks before, head. two weeks hey. before we could sell some tickets. Yeah. Sell some tickets. Um, maybe even sprout into a little bit more of independent wrestling coverage from our point of view and um yeah start building that relationship because it's something that we love and something that's criminally underrated for a for a what is it like thirty dollars for uh for a ticket front row seat (laughs) and it is so much fun even if you're not a wrestling fan like there was i know there's a group to our left that got front row seats and two of them had no clue about wrestling because of the way they were reacting to things. Yes. But they were having a blast. It's a fun time. Even if you don't like wrestling, you got nothing to do on Friday, March 29th for a couple hours. Come down to the Victorian Pavilion. It's where the original uh, uh, Stampede Wrestling used to air. Um, it is, it it's is not a great... special feel in that place, man. It's got a special feel. I was going to say, it's, it's not like a very fancy place, but it is... Oh, what wrestling is. It's, it's it is, a dungeon, it dude. It's, it's it feels like that's where wrestling should be taking place. Yes, I love it. It's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, so start looking forward to it. Um start or whether you look forward to it or not is what we're going to be doing. Um uh, probably once a month, if not maybe more, depends what's happening. Uh where we talk wrestling for 10-15 minutes every single show. I was going to say and it's a uh, big reason I want to put it at the end of the show is because if you're not a wrestling fan, that's okay. That's okay. You can leave. You can leave. Well, not even just you can leave, but if maybe you like our takes on it, maybe we can talk you into checking out a show. Yeah, a lot of people um, watch wrestling back in the day. <laughs> as Rod, so as my buddy Rod uh, Peterson, who I haven't mentioned on these shows lately. What are you talking? You just mentioned him earlier this show, so you had yeah. to get a double. You had to get a double Rod in because I, well, you, I didn't mention him in the last couple of weeks. That's fair. Um, he he's when I when he found out I was a wrestling fan. He goes, "Yeah, I was a wrestling fan too." And then I, then I found I discovered females. <laughs> I was like, "How <laughs> you jerk!" <laughs> but there's a lot of people like that who watched wrestling when they were younger and kind of drifted away. Just happened, Jake and I don't and I didn't. I don't say, and there's and I don't blame them because there was a many many years there where wrestling was hard. For, we. We are diehard, and I say diehard. We are consistent watch wrestling fans, and we found yeah. it hard to watch wrestling for our stretches there. So exactly. Um, right now, right now, 
20, um, what are we, 2024, 2023-2024 is the best time for to be a wrestling fan. I'm telling you, from I even started watching WWE again, which really tells you something. Um, AEW, I haven't gone that far. AEW, New Japan. Ring of the Honor. Locals, there's so TN, many. TNA is now back. Like Impact TNA Wrestling is now back, back to TNA. And they had a huge show. Like people might not, like Dolph Ziggler, Nick, Nick, Nick Namath is now in TNA and yeah. at New Japan. Yes. You, you, you had, had, you had somebody from AEW go on New Japan, hold up his AEW contract and ripped it up. Like now I've seen pictures. Sorry. I want to talk about that. I've seen pictures of that. Either that's a very great fake copy or that was his legitimate contract he ripped up. <laughs> Who knew? They worked. All I can say is AEW and New Japan work together. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, that's how big of fans we are. We could go on. We could do a, we used to. We used to do a full hour of um, wrestling talk way back when. Yep. We're wrestling. That would have been that would have been the first, basically the first iteration of this podcast would have been wrestling. That was years um, ago. But till next I week, we've, I was gonna say I feel like we've kept you guys here long enough. Yeah, my brain just my brain just did a short circuit there because I couldn't think of what the saying was. Till next week. No, after in between uh, time uh, and, and in the yeah. meantime and in yeah. between time. Good wrestling. But ladies and gentlemen, please do. If you do like wrestling, if you do like the Canucks, CFL, BC Lions, any of those topics, please reach out. Follow us on the social media. Facebook. Um, where else can they follow us? Twitter or X or whatever you do want to call it. Because we are the home of the irrational fans. We are number one. Just like the Vancouver Canucks. We are number one. We are your number one podcast for all the, the fan the fan interaction. We're not experts. We don't know everything in behind the scenes. I want to make that perfectly clear. We don't know everything behind the scenes. But what we do know is how irrational fans work, how irrational fans think. And we're going to give you our opinions because we don't give a shit if you like it or not. Um, and, cool. and it might get you... To, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't give a shit if you like my opinions or not. No, I was... You know what? You know what I was called this week? An asshole? Well, I get called that every day. Uh, opinionated? No, I was told I was a deranged, irrational fan. Well, that's checks out. Okay, say goodbye. But follow follow us on all these social media platforms. We will see you guys here next week to start season two. Do we call it season two? I think we're going to start calling it season two. I'll, yeah. All right. Until then, you beautiful people, have a good night. Mwah, and goodbye.